The inflation data from the US released yesterday has raised suspicions that the Federal Reserve's final stretch in combating inflation may be more challenging than anticipated. So today, the Federal Reserve officials will be responding to these interest rate cut bets that have certainly gone too far since their latest monetary policy meeting, but but the Fed does will be out there hunting for the slightest dovish tweak in the Federal Reserve's language to guess when on earth will this Fed start cutting the interest rates. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So yesterday's U.S. inflation data was well, sweet and sour, let's say. The U.S. inflation numbers mostly met the market expectations. The headline inflation fell to 3.1% as expected, and that was mostly thanks to an almost 9% fall in gasoline prices since last year. Although the shelter inflation, which is where everyone actually sees the biggest, the highest potential for easing inflation, remained quite sticky yet another month. But core inflation is to the 4% level on a yearly basis as expected as well. But, but, but the headline inflation was slightly higher than expected on a monthly basis and printed a 0.1% advance on the month versus 0%, which was penciled in by analysts. And that small uptick in monthly inflation figure revived the worries that the last mile in combating inflation, so the easing from 3 to 2% level inflation, could be complicated, more complicated than we thought, even though Janet Yellen said it won't. Anyway, that small uptick in the monthly inflation figure revived worries and triggered a mini sell-off in the US two-year bond, for example right after the data was released yet the sell-off didn't last long the u.s two-year yield is about where it was yesterday morning when i was talking before the cpi data was released crude oil on the other hand fell to the 68 dollar per barrel level yesterday even though the u.s oil inventories fell 2.3 million barrels according to the latest api data so with the latest inflation report in the u.s now behind us with the minimal fanfare the federal reserve officials will be making and well, quite an easy decision today of probably keeping the interest rates stable at this month's monetary policy meeting. But the economic forecasts and the Fed's dot plots will be the most important, the most crucial parts of today's announcement from the Fed as they will give us a sense of what the Federal Reserve officials think about all these interest rate cut bets because remember the fed's rate cut bets have been soaring literally soaring since october according to activity on fed funds futures while the federal reserve should gently start cutting the interest rates by may next year so that possibility is now given around 75 percent probability that's a bit less than 80 percent before yesterday cpi print but it's still a big probability while the probability of a march uh, rate cut fell to around 44 percent from nearly 50 percent on that mini spike that we saw in headline inflation yesterday so the game is being played for a rate cut in March or in May, and the Fed will be actually responding to this market pricing, these expectations in its announcement today.
Now, sincerely speaking, I would be extremely surprised if the Fed President Jerome Powell went up there and said, hey, yo guys, well, we are done hiking the interest rates. Forget about what I said last time that we will keep these interest rates high for long. Just you know what? Go out and buy whatever you can buy. We start cutting the interest rates next year. No. I mean, that's probably not on the menu of this Christmas dinner for the Fed watchers. And Jerome Powell is much more boring than that, really. So we'll probably see a satisfied, a calm, a boring, but a cautious Jerome Powell who will actually tell the market and investors that they have done, obviously, a great job this year in fighting inflation. But, but, but they will still keep these interest rates high for long, or maybe you will say as long as needed, just to be sure that inflation doesn't show up its ugly nose yet again sometime next year. So what would that mean for the financial markets overall? Well, it really depends. I mean, if investors listen to Jerome Powell, they will probably prefer to slow down their rate cuts bets into next year. If they manage to find anything, but anything, 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 I mean, anything that could be uh, taken from a dovish perspective and it could be uh, just as long as needed instead of high for long, uh, it could be deleting of additional policy firming from the statement, for example, anything, anything that could be dovish, then investors will continue to buy the sovereign bonds and see if they can actually push that 10-year yield below that 4% psychological level. If that's the case, well, softer yields should boost the equity valuations as long as the economic data doesn't ring the alarm bell and uh, fill recession expectations. And this year will then be set to close on fresh year-to-date highs. But the expectation for next year is, well, that the Federal Reserve won't cut the interest rates until it hits a wall. And the wall can be, well, it could be a sharp fall in economic activity, for example. It could be a real estate crisis that could lead to another bank stress. I mean, I don't really know what it could be, but it should be something unpleasant that would poke the Federal Reserve and get it to well, cut these interest rates. So that day, the day we start seeing some problems in the economy, the equity valuations would and fully benefit from lower yields as earnings expectations would then prevent the falling yields from boosting these equity valuations. But but that's just a bad case scenario until that bad economic news hit the ground. If they do, well, falling yields remain good news for equity still. So there are still many, many optimists out there who actually think that the S&P 500, for example, could gain up to 10 to 12 percent in the course of next year and advance to 5100 to 5200 range. Now, obviously, I'm not one of them. I believe that we will rather feel the hangover of the current mania starting from January next year. I don't have a crystal ball and well the actual mania doesn't prevent us from having some fun while it lasts right so let's see what the Federal Reserve says today and how the market reacts to what the Fed says but I would expect the Fed to well sound cautiously Dovish. I would also expect the market to well, ignore half of Jerome Powell's words, especially if they're hawkish. And the best case scenario for the market, well, the Fed does will make a mountain out of the smallest details that could actually justify a further fall in the U.S. yields. And in the well, boring case scenario, we will probably see well stock and bond markets somehow correct 
and consolidate into the holidays season. So that's obviously my expectations. Again, I don't have a crystal ball, but I expect that the US dollar will likely remain under some more selling pressure below the 130 level, which is the major 38.2% Fibonacci resistance level that should help keeping the US dollar index in the bearish consolidation zone for now. We could then see the U.S. 10-year yield retreat and even shortly test what's there under that 4% psychological mark, as I said before. And I would expect the U.S. 2-year yield, which captures the Federal Reserve rate expectations, to remain somewhere between 45 to 4.70% zone. Because I think that lower than that becomes really, but really overstretch in terms of Fed expectations. And that's for today. Then for tomorrow, well, we'll get to know how Madame Lagarde and Mr. Bailey will be positioning themselves in terms of monetary policy. Note that inflation in Britain more than halved actually since the start of this year. Happily, happily for Mr. Rishi Sunak. The wage growth in the UK slow at the fastest pace in two years last October, so that data was released yesterday. All the brits continue to see their wages rise in real terms. Well, they see their wages rise well less than before. But the expectation is still that the Bank of England will start cutting its interest rates after the Fed. Now, whether that could keep cable on a positive track, well, obviously depends on how strongly the British economy withstands these higher interest rates. For now, the 200-day moving average in cable should continue giving some support for, well, maybe another attempt toward the 127, 128 in the context of a softening US dollar. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful comments. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe, of course, to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.